Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Bruiser Nation members of all ages, does everybody know what time it is? It's Bruise Cruise time! So you can talk about the new era, but it doesn't matter to me because I know what you really want. And I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you what you crave right now. Tonight, I give you the gift of Jericho. Drink it in, man. Hey there, Bruiser Nation. Raise those anchors and get ready to take a ride on the Bruise Cruise. This week on the Bruise Cruise Podcast, the only podcast that brings you pro wrestling for your ears, Shingo Takagi versus Tai Chi, the maestro and the dragon are sure to put on a barn burner as we inch even closer to the finals of the 30th edition of the G1 Climax Tournament. Emanating from Hamatsu Arena in Shizuku, Japan on October 13th, 2020. And once again, we do have to go to the Bruise Cruise tail of the tournament before we get started. Shingo Takagi and Tai Chi both sitting at six points. Shingo Takagi sits at an amazing two hours, 22 minutes, and 35 seconds of in-ring time to Tai Chi's one hour, 43 minutes, and 27 seconds. The average match length for Shingo Takagi, 20 minutes, 22 seconds. Tai Chi, 14 minutes and 44 seconds. The average winning match length for Shingo Tatagi, 19 minutes, 12 seconds. To Tai Chi's 12 minutes, even nearly seven minutes quicker averaging when Tai Chi is the victor. However, the average losing match length for Shingo Takagi, 21 minutes and 14 seconds. To Tai Chi's 16 minutes and 52 seconds. Just about four and a half minutes difference. It does take longer to defeat Shingo Takagi on average than it does to Tai Chi. The shortest win for Shingo Takagi, 13 minutes, 38 seconds to Tai Chi's 11 minutes and three seconds. Once again, Tai Chi edging him out there in the numbers. The shortest loss for Shingo Takagi, 11 minutes, 44 seconds to Tai Chi's 15 minutes and 16 seconds. So far, a lot of these numbers are truly looking in Tai Chi's favor. Takes longer for Takagi to defeat other wrestlers, and it takes Tai Chi longer to be defeated by other wrestlers. The longest win for Shingo Takagi, 
22 minutes and 3 seconds to Tai Chi's 12 minutes and 47 seconds. However, this is where Shingo Takagi, at least in average time, goes. The longest loss for the Dragon, 27 minutes and 45 seconds to Tai Chi's 18 minutes and 41 seconds, nearly 10 minutes longer in their longest losses. Just a few more tidbits here. Shingo Takagi, 2 hours, 22 minutes, 35 seconds of his match length that we brought up just a minute ago, is the highest in the A block as far as ring time. 19 minutes over Kota Ibushi's more ring time than anybody aside from Tetsuyo Nato's 2 hours, 58 minutes, and 31 seconds. So we dive just a little bit deeper. This is the second time for both competitors that they have been in the G1 Climax Tournament. In the same amount of G1 matches against the same opponents, Shingo Takagi has drawn significantly higher energy. More than six and a half minutes per match. Now that's combined from this year's and the prior G1 Climax, well, last year's G1 Climax and the year before that they were both in. Shingo Takagi has surpassed Kenny Omega's 17 minutes and 41 second average match length, and he is currently holding the record for longest average all-time G1 Climax match length at 18 minutes and 58 seconds. Just a few stats from last year since we did bring up this is only their second one. Takagi ended with seven wins and six losses to Taichi's five wins and six losses. Once again, here late in this tournament, we have another first time matchup. They have only wrestled, not first time, but second time. These two have only wrestled one time prior, and that was in the Karukin Hall at last year's G1 Climax Tournament. Shingo Takagi defeated Tai Chi in 14 minutes and 40 seconds. So Tai Chi not only trying to make the finals here, but he also is looking for a little bit of revenge, per se, in this tournament to be able to say, yes, I have defeated the dragon, the maestro on his way to the ring. As we continue the Bruce Cruz podcast, the only podcast that brings you pro wrestling for your ears. Want to remind you, visit us at Bruiser Nation PR on Twitter. Continue the conversation there. Visit our website, BruiserNationProductions.com. You'll see links to our shows, links to articles from our staff, and links to our merch partners. Both Kin Custom and Spreadshirt are make-as-you-buy. It saves us money here at Bruiser Nation Productions. Saves you money because I'm not trying to sell you a whole bunch of shirts at once. Hop on there. Check us out. Check out our designs. New designs are coming here in the next few weeks. We're just trying to take our time and make sure we get the right ones. Visit us uh, to the turnbuckle to have direct access to our Facebook live shows. Go ahead and follow us there and follow Bruiser Nation Productions on Facebook. As Tai Chi has made it to the ring apron. The maestro with his microphone and his Phantom of the Opera style mask 
robes, looking like a fantastic pianist. I don't know if he is a pianist, but he dresses the part. We'll give him that. Draped in his IWGP never open weight championship, I think. I can never read the words on this. Patiently awaiting the dragon. Oh, still singing or giving the impression that he is singing. Very well timed with his music. The lights have gone dark. The green lights coming from the entranceway and the red dragon on the screen can only mean one thing. The dragon, Shingo Takagi, a member of Los Ignobrables de Japan, is on his way to the ring. In his traditional dragon mask, sleeveless robe with a hood, sporting the red and green tights. I can't quite make out what the lay is made of, but it's fine. Maybe if I knew more things about Japan. Looks like there's some stones in there. That's pretty legit, but I'm not sure what the orbs are. Whether those are metal orbs or what have you. Shingo Takagi steps the ring steps awaiting the referee to back Tai Chi up so he can enter the ring unimpeded the dragon looks to go on a rampage here against Tai Chi to try to make it to the finals of this G1 Climax Tournament This one is huge. The loser more than likely out of the finals. This is very, like I said, very, very important as both men remove their entrance gear. Shingo Takagi in the red corner. Tai Chi in the blue corner. And if you're watching along on YouTube while you're watching this, I truly appreciate it. Or if you're listening along on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all of your favorite podcasting apps while you have the 30th edition of the G1 Climax Tournament playing, we are at 525, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Just so we can be in about the same place. And if you are listening to the the stylish sounds of my voice make sure you leave me some comments let me know how i'm doing i can't get better if you don't tell me i'm terrible or at least tell me that there's some things i need to work on the bell has rung here we go 
Takagi straight to the middle of the ring. Tai Chi in no hurry whatsoever. Leaning back in his perspective blue corner. Takagi game face ready to go. Tai Chi always calm, cool, and collected. Bow and elbow tie up, forcing Tai Chi back into the ropes. Takagi breaks cleanly and backs off. No bad blood truly between these men. They've only wrestled a handful of times, if that. Actually, one time, which was last year in the G1 Climax. So there's really no bad blood. All serious competition to see who is better and can have better positioning after the official tournament is over and we move to the finals. Bow and elbow tie-up. Reverse waist lock. Tai Chi runs to the ropes. Takagi once again breaks cleanly, talking to the referee, calling it a whole bunch of BS. Referee admonishes Tai Chi. I'm going to have to say I'm a big fan of Takagi, but that's just gamemanship. I don't think the referee should admonish Tai Chi for getting a rope break. It's early. He's trying to get into Takagi's head. Takagi's a little bit stronger, a little bit stouter. Tai Chi kicks him in the gut, rakes his eyes, and forces him back into the white corner, getting dirty early. Irish whip from corner to corner. Takagi counters, charges Tai Chi, catches the boot attempt by Tai Chi. Hard clothesline right in that corner. Bounces off the ropes, charges Tai Chi, shoulder block, sending Tai Chi down to the canvas. Tai Chi has gone out to the floor trying to get some form of respite as Takagi has kind of taken some control here in this tournament matchup. Early on, there's still plenty of time. Bear with me if you're watching me on YouTube. I'm adjusting my levels because I'm pretty sure I got really loud and I probably hit the red there. Tai Chi still outside using the barricade to hold him up. Takagi meets him out there, hammers him with that bell hammer once again. Tai Chi getting dirty. This is his game plan. Takagi has the strength. Tai Chi hiding the bell hammer in his waistband, keeping his back turned to the referee. Oh, he shoves the referee and chokes Takagi with the bell hammer onto the barricade. Tai Chi did get really dirty really early in this matchup. Did not really see that coming, to be completely honest. Thought for sure it might be straight up. And now he's choking him with the camera cable. Don't cinch that thing. Don't 90 degree it. Don't 90 degree it, Tai Chi. We need that camera. So the referee pulls it off of Takagi and continues admonishing Tai Chi. Rolls Takagi in, choking him in the middle of the ring as the referee finally gets in. He thought he was making a pinfall cover, then realized what Tai Chi was doing, giving him a quick five count. I think the referee is already sick and tired of the antics of Tai Chi as he chokes him again, trying to physically remove Tai Chi from Takagi in this moment. As he chokes him yet again, that was a really fast five count. Marty Asami, I have been told, is the referee, and he is pissed. 
Now he's choking Takagi on the bottom rope, putting the boot right on the back of the neck, really driving it in as he stands on the rope and the neck of Takagi. The referee once again counted. He made it to two. Should have counted maybe a little bit faster. Snapmare by Tai Chi. Hard roundhouse to the spine of Takagi, who's trying to absorb it and eat it for breakfast. Cocky kick, cocky shove, and another cocky kick by Tai Chi. Still trying to get into the head of Takagi. As Takagi fires back with elbows and chops. That was a hard chop. Bowling over Tai Chi. Grabs him by the throat and throws him to the mat. Takagi trying to get some respite. Rolls to one of the neutral corners. Pulls himself back up. As Tai Chi charges Takagi. Hard clothesline in the corner. Back suplex count, side suplex countered by Takagi, using that leg to drape around Tai Chi's knee and halt the momentum. Three hard elbows to the back of the head. Irish whip countered by Tai Chi, countered again by Takagi, who hits Tai Chi with a side suplex of his own. Shingo's starting to feel it, trying to work that those neck muscles. They seem to be a little tight, holding his throat. To be mindful of that, be very careful as Tai Chi has no problem at all fighting dirty. We've seen that in this tournament, and we've seen it early on in this match as Tai Chi grabs the ropes, holding his neck, trying to get Takagi away from him, stomped to the arm of Tai Chi by Takagi. Picks him back up. Irish whip. Takagi follows Tai Chi. Hard knee right to the gut against the ropes. Vertical suplex right in the center of the ring by Takagi to Tai Chi. Does not go for a cover. Looking to continue the punishment. Runs off the ropes. Sliding lariat. Cover one, two. Tai Chi kicks out at two. And that is why Takagi did not go for that quick cover after that suplex. He wanted to set him up for that sliding lariat. That got him a near fall. I said there was no bad blood when this match started. I think that might be out the window. Takagi does not play games. And Tai Chi has already gone the dastardly route. Trying to backslide Tai Chi. Tai Chi blocks and counters. Dropping his weight. Irish whip into the corner by Takagi to Tai Chi. Who eats a boot. And charges right back, but Tai Chi dodges out of the way. Vicious Insiguri right to the side of the head of Takagi, sending him down to the mat. Laid out, holding the back of his head. Tai Chi has a game plan here. He got dirty early using chokes, the ring hammer, camera cables. And he is working that head of Shingo Takagi. Goes for a roundhouse to a kneeling. Takagi counters. Waist lock by Takagi. Back elbow. Tai Chi bounces off the ropes. Back elbow by Takagi. Hard jab. And another lariat by Takagi. A flurry of offense to create some separation. As he gets a breather back into that backslide slam. The Yushigori slam Tai Chi. Cover. One. Two. Tai Chi kicks out at two. Just barely. I feel like Tai Chi may have just been keeping his eye on the referee there. Trying to catch a breather as long as possible. 
and kicked out very nonchalantly. It was not a big kick out. He was not looking to expel a lot of energy. Crowd firmly behind the Dragon Shingo Takagi. Here the claps emanating through the arena. Going for that pump handle driver to no avail. Side suplex attempt by Tai Chi after elbowing Takagi in the face. Three hard shots to the forehead and a standing lariat. Tai Chi eats it, bounces off the ropes, delivers a big boot, and Takagi eats that one. Both men head-to-head -head here, seeing who can withstand this punishment the most. Roundhouse by Tai Chi, chopped by Takagi, trying to absorb these shots and see who is tougher. Another roundhouse to the thigh, chopped by Takagi. Roundhouse to the thigh of Takagi, another chop to Tai Chi. That one almost bowled Tai Chi over. That one was a hard one. They're both standing tall in this Japanese hard-hitting style. Roundhouse to the thigh, chop, roundhouse to the thigh, chop, roundhouse to the thigh, chop, roundhouse to the thigh. Tai Chi has gotten the better of Takagi right now. Three good roundhouses to the thigh, really feeling double-handed chop to the chest of Tai Chi. Sends him bowling over and down to the mat, giving Takagi a chance to rub that thigh and try to get the tightness out of it. After those stiff roundhouses. Standing. Ready for more. Telling Tai Chi to bring it. Come on, bring it, he says. A roundhouse to the chest of Takagi. Blocks another one. Elbow to the knee. Takagi spinning back kick to the midsection. Tai Chi followed by Takagi. Lariat against the ropes. Now a lariat by Tai Chi. Takagi right back up. Hits a lariat of his own. Standing in Saguri by Tai Chi. Still doesn't knock Takagi off of his feet. Both men in the neutral white corners charging each other. Double clothesline. Tai Chi down to both of his knees. Takagi bounces off the ropes. T tai Chi ducks under the clothesline. Side suplex high and tight. Landing Takagi right on his head and neck area by Tai Chi. This is the respite Tai Chi needed for sure. That side suplex really... It's in the arsenal of a lot of professional wrestlers. But Tai Chi really knows how to hit you high and tight to really inflict a lot of damage on the spine and neck area instead of where a lot of guys you land more on the shoulders. That is a high and tight, well-done side suplex for Tai Chi. And as we said earlier, or as I said earlier, still working that head and neck area. Bounces off the ropes, clothesline to Takagi, cover one, two, Takagi kicks out at two. Takagi in a lot of pain, holding the back of his head, still reeling from that high and tight side suplex. Tai Chi getting back to his feet slowly but surely, trying to catch some breath, not expel too much energy. See, rips off the pants. He's feeling it, but Takagi charges Tai Chi and knocks him down with a lariat in the corner. Tai Chi looks down and out at the moment, laying under the neutral corner. Takagi grabs the head of Tai Chi. 
crowd firmly behind Takagi once again. Hard elbows, three in a row, rights and lefts, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There was a lot of back and forth elbows and a hard reached way back with that forearm and nailed Tai Chi right in the jaw, sending Tai Chi crashing to, actually not even crashing, slumping to the mat. Going for that pump handle driver once again, the or as he calls it, the man in Japan. Tai Chi counters, catches the leg, pushes off the referee, tries for the low blow to no avail. Takagi nails him with a lariat right in the back of the head. One, two. Oh, Takagi kicked out a two from that roll-up. That Tai Chi's roll-up that he likes to use where he throws the feet under the armpits and rolls the other his opponent over. Tai Chi just got out of that one. Shingo Takagi in the white corner awaiting Tai Tai Chi to get up. Tai Chi nails Takagi as a big boot as he tries to go for a lariat. Short arm lariat. Ducks the roundhouse. Made in Japan attempt. But to, and he hits made in Japan. One, two. Oh, tai Chi kicks out at two. And Takagi cannot believe it. The pump handle driver that he calls the made in Japan was not enough to defeat Tai Chi in this moment. Looks to be setting up for that sliding lariat once again, waiting for Tai Chi to get to a seated position. Tai Chi on two feet, bounces off the ropes, double bounce off the ropes, cover one, two. Tai Chi once again kicks out at two. What momentum created by Takagi bouncing off the two sides of the ring before delivering that vicious lariat. Still can't believe that that wasn't three. Still checking with the referee to make sure. Grasping Tai Chi by the ear and the hair, trying to get him back up to a vertical base. Going for made in a Japan. No, the last of the dragon this time. A punt handle Death Valley. Death Valley driver. Rakes the eyes, does Tai Chi. Roundhouse to the side of the head. Going for a Olympic slam. Oh my gosh. Turning around. One, two. Oh my gosh, his version. He just stole the maiden, the last of the dragon from Takagi. It was a modified version of the last dragon. He had him in the fireman's carry position from that pump handle that Takagi has seemed to have mastered. A lot of his high impact slams come from that pump handle submission sub position. Spun him and drove him down in a powerbomb style. Nearly stealing the victory from Takagi. As he's starting to feel it. Feel it back up in his feet in the red corner. Goes for the super kick. Caught by Takagi. Insiguri by Tai Chi. Takagi is down. Now he's going for that roll up pin. One, two. Takagi kicks out at two. Shingo Takagi, back elbow, charging style, and a jab to Tai Chi. Goes for the clothesline, hard elbow to the face of Takagi. Headbutt from Takagi sends both men back into their corners. 
oh my god, what a thrust kick to a charging Takagi by Tai Chi. Black Mephisto delivered by Tai Chi. One, two, three. Tai Chi has defeated Takagi. These two men sit at one win apiece head to head. And Tai Chi makes it two, eight points, trying to stay in this tournament to make it to the finals. And there you have it, Bruiser Nation. What hell of a matchup from Shingo Takagi and Tai Chi really starting to make this rivalry personal. I can't wait to see these two go at it again. Maybe, maybe they can both make the finals, but I doubt it that the finals are hard to get to combining both blocks. And with Takagi only being at six points and Tai Chi being at eight, we may see Tai Chi, but not Takagi in the finals. A very special thank you to all of the members of the Bruiser Nation out there. You truly do make this fun and worthwhile. As I said at the beginning of the episode, reach out at BruiserNationProductions.com or tweet at us, BruiserNationPR, and can continue the conversation. While I'm out here thanking people, I should thank VoicesOfWrestling.com for all the stats they provide for the Bruise Cruise Tale of the Tournament. My podcasting co-host for To the Turnbuckle, Logan Morris and Travis Knapper. The Ohio Media School for teaching me all I know about content creation. The Score on Air Network for helping me find my podcasting and commentary voice. Speaking of the Score on Air Network, go to their YouTube page. In just a few short days, we will have ASWA Shocktober that just happened on October 9th. 2021 tag team tournament for the vacant ASWA tag team titles. I was not on the call on this one. My buddies, Ernest Logan Morris and Travis Knapper handled the commentary duties as yours truly directed the event. And when I say directed, I mean, I'm switching cameras. I'm throwing graphics. I did a lot on Saturday and I can't wait to do it again. If you're hearing me in the central Ohio and Mansfield area, December 4th winter reunion, we will have the heavyweight championship tournament of ASWA. So don't forget to check us out. Scoreonairnetwork.com on YouTube. We also have the show from late August of the ASWA, simply titled Rebirth, where we crowned a new Universal Champion, J.J. DeVille. Now that that's over with, a very, very special thank you to my awesome son, Jason, for always being supportive and understanding of my busy-ass schedule. And he is now a member of the Bruiser Nation production staff. You can hear him as a co-host, co-actor on Bruise Cruise Podcast, Macabro. We have two, that's right, two episodes so far released on the Wendigo and on the Werewolf. We got vampires coming up on the next release date, zombies after that, the Luchador serial killer after that one. You might be wondering, what in the hell is he talking about? 
I'll tell you, it's a real thing. And stay tuned and subscribe to the Bruce Cruz Podcast, the only podcast that brings you pro wrestling for your ears, as well as a horror-themed story-based podcast, Bruce Cruz Podcast Macabro. Follow so you do not miss an episode. And as always, Bruiser Nation, stay good, because I'm always good. So you can talk about the new era, but it doesn't matter to me because I know what you really want. And I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you what you crave right now. Tonight, I give you the gift.